Samson, Rune, and Yuhuan are deep in the bowels of an Imperial ship currently in the process of breaking apart. As they hunt desperately for their friend Lorena inside the labyrinth of drab gray corridors, sections of the hull outside shatter and break off like a glass bottle on pavement. We see a gunnery station manned by an Imperial soldier. This station operates one of six harpoon cables still embedded in the flesh of the gondola. A dark creature zooms into the station from the vacuum of space and emits a screech that blows the soldier clear out of the station seat and into the wall. The cable winch comes loose, spinning wildly as the harpoon goes limp until the slack comes free, the cable dancing out into space, a ribbon performing an elaborate twisting routine. With this cable gone, the entire gondola turns its body head-on with the broadside of the warship and begins a barrage of brilliant green laser fire from the cannons under its front dorsal fins. Cracks start to form on the obsidian hull of the warship as it takes successive hits. Inside the ship, the alarm klaxons have become almost deafening, and each blast from the lasers is felt as a low rumble. Fires have started in key sections of the ship, and although the suppression systems are working overtime, smoke still permeates the corridors, leaving a haze in the air. As the crew runs quickly further into the ship, they see a door marked Information Hub in bold Imperial lettering. Well, shit. I'm ready now. Okay. Yeah, great. Um... (laughs) I'm just making noise at this point. I'm sorry. Uh, any minute now. Any minute it'll now. Start and it'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, information hub sounds good. I want to check that out so we can figure out where to find more important things. Yuhuan, do you think you uh, have the know-how to get us through uh, to find Lorena? This looks like this might be our best uh, course of action right here. Yes, I could totally do that. Okay, um... I would like to use my character power. If it has to do with interacting with technology, you have not entered the information hub yet. Oh, okay. Yes, because it does have you to do probably with technology. You probably want to do that first. Yeah, okay. you probably want to do that first. The doors open. This chamber is a data, data storage center. The walls are lined with humming servers and patching. In the center of the chamber is an array of view screens being monitored by a large imperial squeezed into a too small chair. Zer shoulders bulge and Zer arms ripple. Pale blue skin thinly coats this behemoth, letting every vein show under the surface. They notice you and stand to full height, easily eight feet. Cracks her meaty knuckles and grin widely. Shoot! Just start shooting at it! We don't have time for this! Oh, I was going to use my command ability. Uh, oh, yeah, that's, to... that's a better idea. Okay, okay. Yuhuan's going to stop panic firing <laughs> and <Okay. laughs> run behind Simpson. <laughs> so it just says on a seven uh, on a seven to nine, they have to do one of the three op or two of the three. Uh, how about I roll first? We'll go from there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That is a nine. Plus one is a 10. So I'm going to give you two options. The person can either um, freeze or they can run away. Okay. Um, They're going to freeze. They just like, they like spread their arms wide, like just in a big muscular pose and just kind of wait for you to make the first move. All right. I'm going to go ahead and keep my gun pointed at 
um, them while Yu Huan pulls the information out of the hub. Oh, I don't think they're going to let us do that. <laughs> okay, can I can I try a diffuse roll? I can speak Imperial, so maybe I can... I mean, there's only one guy. What's he going to do to stop us? Um, I very specifically avoided using uh, gendered pronouns. Sorry, there's only one person. Um, yes. I'm still going to attempt to diffuse, because, like, we're already in deep shit and i don't i just feel like risking any injury will just slow us down so can i attempt at the fuse yeah okay you're gonna fast talk your way out of it uh i'm gonna try negative one sway okay that's gonna be fun wow i am not a people person apparently um, nope. <laughs> so you're just now learning this about yourself. <laughs> right. Hmm. Fourteen episodes in, and I don't think I'm a people person. <laughs> All right. I rolled a ten, so minus one is a nine. Okay, you've bought some time, but choose one. The GM will demand a sacrifice to secure your safety. It's only a temporary reprieve, and the danger will soon return. The danger's still present, but threatening someone or something else. I'm going to go, it's only a temporary reprieve, and the danger will soon return. Because, I mean, we don't got to be here fast. We just got to get into the information hub and leave, right? Okay, so here's what happens. Um, The... One of the view screens, there's something going on on it, and like they turn to see what's what's happening, and there's a little window of time where you can start infer- interfacing with the hub. For the people who aren't interfacing with the hub, I will tell you what's happening on the screen. On one of the view screens, you see a platoon of Imperial soldiers watching a door at the far side of the room. All six soldiers have laser guns trained on the door. Suddenly, the door blasts through the room, smashing into the two soldiers at the far end of the room. Shots ring out at the new opening, and a dark silhouette dances through the weapon's fire and screeches at a soldier, who drops her weapon to grips her head before crumbling to the ground. The three remaining soldiers charge the figure and are blasted back by some unknown force. The figure turns to the camera, and for a second you see a slender alien with long tentacled headdress deep-socketed eyes, and a swollen, muscular, frilled neck. This alien is wearing tatters and broken chains for bracelets on both of her wrists. Zay opens her mouth, and the camera goes dark. Yes! I'm so sick. Yes, girl! <laughs> oh my god, okay. What an introduction. Okay. I guess I don't really have a, a character power for this situation. If you don't have a specific character move, probably unleash power. So, yeah, I'm just going to unleash power at 12. Uh, 12. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So you get to pick three of the device does exactly what you wanted. The device can be used again. You don't rouse other devices in your environment. You avoid the device's side effects. Um, I'm going to device does exactly what I want. Um... I guess we don't rouse any other devices in the environment, and we avoid any of the device's side effects. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you don't really need to use the hub more than once. So, um, so yeah, you pull out just like 
it's like a little uh, tablet device that you've got and <laughs> find a socket that kind of fits uh, the uh, what is available on the server hub and um, just kind of stick it in and do some finagling, some some sciencey techie stuff, and suddenly you are getting information uh, fed to you. And the most important piece of information that you are looking for is that the recently acquired prisoner, the defector, has been moved to the command center. Okay. Um, all right, so it looks like Lorena is in the command center. Um, so we should head there immediately. And yeah, okay. Are there signs to where the command center? Um, there's definitely signs in the sh- in the ship. You'll get a you'll get a ship schematic um, from the data hub as well, and you get a note a notice um, that's like just blaring on all channels that essential personnel are to report to the command center. Okay. Um, do I have a split second to like look in the information about who that screaming no. figure was? Okay. You do not have a split second. You you have used up the split seconds that you had from the distraction of the creature in the camera. So okay. Um, this this hulking behemoth sees you uh, pulling your device out of the hub. And is going to attack you. Oh, we gotta fight him now? Okay. Them. Um, them, them, very gonna, much them. We're gonna fight them now? <laughs> yes. Um, okay, um, Yuhan or, is going to... I mean, to... they're gonna fight you. <laughs> Yuhan's gonna run behind Samson. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> try to hold back the tide here. And will succeed by the skin of my teeth with a seven. So I get to pick on, uh, no harm comes to the thing you defend, you deflect bows raining down on you harmlessly away, or you force the danger back and away. And I'm going to choose the last one. Force the danger back and away. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. So I think they charge at you, fists outstretched, um, and uh, you just, like, you you get low, you use their weight against them, and you just kind of chuck them uh, up to the other side of the room uh, and they land in a heap cool not taking it not taking any damage I mean they're huge all right but. now now I want to fiercely assault with my shotgun <laughs> that okay. has the collateral damage so I'm gonna blow the room up while I'm at it you use this information hub for everything we needed right right boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and that's a fucking 11. Yes. <laughs> Gonna kick their ass. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, then. So, I'm gonna scavenge something. No, I'm gonna get information from our foes to gain a data. Okay. And then I want to have our avenue escape of escape be clear. Okay, fair enough. Uh, the avenue of escape is behind you. The doorway that you came in from uh, is not being blocked or obscured uh, for the moment. And yeah, you'll get your you'll get your data. Um, you kind of just like take a look at the at the view screens and and get to see where um, like all the other platoons are located. 
currently, um, which might help you avoid them in the future. Cool. The thing that I am picking is... The situation is destabilized and chaos will follow because your shotgun has uh, collateral damage. Um, you blast the ever-living hell out of this out of this uh, Imperial and all of the servers behind them, which do explode and start a large fire <laughs> um, <laughs> in this room. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, good um, thing we're leaving this room. Yeah, now we can peel out. <laughs> All right, straight to the command center. Okay, who is leading the charge? Probably you, Juan, since they're the yeah. one that uh, pulled the schematics, right? You have yeah. the schematic. All right. And I can read Imperial. You, Juan, give me a oh, no. forge a path. Oh, okay. Forge and path. I forgot this isn't D&D. You're not just going to randomly attack us with shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> no saving rolls in this game. Nope. Just if you do shit. Okay, um, I rolled a nine. A nine. Wait, okay. Do I, do I get a bonus for anything? Or it's for, plus for force. Plus force? I don't have any force, so zero. Okay, so it's nine. Okay. Alright. Um, on a seven to nine, you pick two. You're exposed to danger as you travel. The route you took is lost. You can't take gear slash other characters with you. You take a lot longer than you expected. You have to pick two. I guess I'm exposed to danger. Um, if we take a lot longer expected, are we going to die in space? <laughs> Probably. Almost certainly. Then, you know, um, maybe not, but there's a, there's definitely consequences for everything, so... Uh, and, uh, listen, the, the, the two that you don't pick, I'm going to come up with consequences for, so... Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm going to have to leave y'all behind again. If I could get in and rescue Lorena quickly, then, like, yeah. Okay. Um, oh my god. Okay. Gavin looks too happy. Yeah, okay. I'm trying to contain my smile this time. Yeah, okay, so Yuhan is gonna strongly suggest that Samson and Rune try to get back to the ship, and I'm gonna find a way to quickly get to Lorena and find an alternative path out. Okay. I'm going to decline that request and stay here to fight yeah. off literally the entire ship that has been ordered to the place where you are rescuing Lorena from. Yeah. Because otherwise y'all are going to get swarmed and be all by yourselves in like five seconds. Okay, that's a better plan. Okay, so yeah. Ruin and Samson, you guys... Find another way to the command center, and I'm going to go in and try to rescue Lorena. And I hope we don't die. Um, good luck, everyone. Okay. Yeah, I guess... <laughs> So that happened. Um, so the ex the danger you're exposed to, Yuquan, is uh, the fire that uh, your your compatriot and captain Samson started has quickly spread through the wiring in this level and um, is everywhere. So um, 
so yeah there's fire everywhere <laughs> okay um, um and you will take damage from it if you do not do something i am going to put the helmet of my suit on and breathe the oxygen that is an idea uh, I was thinking more along the lines of a move. Um, I am going to... Can I try to defuse the fire? You can defuse the situation. Okay. Yeah. That is fire. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna... So, yes, but more complicated. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna do a defuse roll. I rolled a seven. Okay. Uh, you've bought some time, but choose one. The GM will demand a sacrifice to secure your safety. It's only a temporary reprieve and the danger will soon return or the danger is still present but threatening someone or something else. I'm going to demand a sacrifice to secure my safety. There is a section of ship that is not on fire because it is open to space. The corridor shuts off or like breaks off and you can see another section continues um like 80 feet from you and there's like just debris um out so it's it's open space debris and bodies it's behind a sealed door so there's there's that route you can take or you can continue through fire i'm going to take the sealed door route and I am going to... I have my suit on, so I should be able to breathe in space. Um, okay, I'm going to unleash power to, like, get this door open. Uh, I mean, the door the door will unseal if you override it. It's not uh, a... You don't have to roll for it. Okay, then I'm going to override it, and I'm going to take the space away. Okay. I will come back to you. In a momento. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you two. Mm. You're taking a different path. And I'm assuming, but I guess you can state if this is not the case, Rune, are you still sneaking or has that been abandoned for, for speed? Um... I'm going to say that's been abandoned because the thing is, when I initially decided to sneak, I was under the impression that um, Samson and Yuhuan wanted to, like, go separately to go find some kind of information center um, while I did the actual rescuing, which was why I was sneaking in the first place. I just misunderstood the plan initially. Um so yeah, it's I'm with people, there's no point. Fair enough. So yes, you are not sneaking um and you guys um are both heading down a different corridor. Yuhuan is giving you like directions to go a, an alternate route and you enter a a large training room and there are uh, about 10 Imperial soldiers armed <laughs> and like waiting for an elevator. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Uh, and they all turn. They all turn and point guns at you. Uh, I guess we're gonna point guns at them. I'm gonna. Yeah. Po- I'm, I'm gonna point a gun at them. Samson can do whatever he wants, but I am pointing a gun. <laughs> I'm not gonna shoot yet. You know what? Uh. I'm going to try something for the sake of time. Can I roll a find common ground? Sure. So, I like, I know I can't speak any, I can't speak their language, but uh-huh. I'm going to, like, put my hands up and say, like, you know, I'm just going to keep talking to me, like, this shit is not good. Like, we got to, you, you have stuff you need to do. I have stuff I need to do. I'm going to put my weapon i'm not gonna let go of it but i'm gonna put it down so that it's not like pointed at them and i'm gonna try to do this do this roll i guess oh shit that didn't work i rolled a three. Oh, no. oh did you did you oh i God. did i did you better call it, uh, for aid you better call for aid you better call for aid uh Rune. Do you want me to try to help you? I'll try to help uh, you. Okay, my approach would, is going to be... I would love it. <laughs> my approach is going to be a little bit more um, mean. Mean. Oh. I'm going to I'm gonna threaten them. Um, I love that. Yeah, I'm basically going to imply that I'm not going to let them leave. Like, they're not going to let the, leave the ship unless we leave the ship. Um, is kind of the message I'd like to somehow get across through, like, just talking and also, like, gestures and, um, things like that. Um, Gavin, let me know if I'm allowed to do this. Um, when I find common ground using my combat skills as leverage, um, which is kind of indicating the threatening thing, um, I can use force instead of sway. Since I'm boosting his rule, does that still apply, or am I not allowed to do that? Uh, that's fine. You okay. are he. You have called. He has, he has called for your aid, and you are aiding him in the way that works for you. That's great because my force is plus one and my sway is minus one. Do you have a? Is that a character like a character specific thing that you can do? Yeah, it's a hunter move. Oh, that's fucking cool. I know. Pretty sweet, right? That's why I made my stats the way they were, because I was like, I could just make up for that sway deficit with this hunter move. Anyway, that's going to be a 10. All right. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) So that has moved. That has moved uh, Andrew up to a success. Um, So on a 10 plus, they pick one. They'll only do it if... And I'm going to read through these real quickly. Um, you reduce the threat you pose to them. They like they like gesture with their guns for you to put yours down. I'm going to lower my weapon. No, I don't mean I don't mean lower. I mean on the ground. Fuck. Yeah. Put your guns on the ground now. Ah, uh, shit. I'm to put it on the ground resting on my foot so I can kick it back up to myself if they uh try anything. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll just drop it. Oh, you're just I'll gonna just throw it, it away from you? I'm not gonna throw it away. I'm just gonna drop it 
Like okay, the the. For those at home, I'm, I'm just sticking my hands out in front of me and opening them. Okay, so I, if I'm understanding this correctly, the thing that you wanted them to cooperate with you on is leaving each other alone. Was that yes. the goal? Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just to let us pass. So yeah. they're very much going to one of uh, two of them are going to keep trained on you while the others load into the elevator that has arrived. And um, when everybody else is on, they're going to back away while keeping an eye on you and then shut the, the elevator door and they're gone. Nice. Yeah. All right. I'm going to pick my shit back up now. <laughs> yeah. And you can see the, you can see the, the indicator on the elevator uh, shows that they are heading up to the command center. No. Oh. Great. <laughs> Balls. I mean, I figured. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna make us fight people. That's like you're not gonna. Thought let you us... could get away from it, huh? You're not gonna let us get away from the episode without combat. Could you imagine? Well, could you imagine enter- entering an enemy ship full of full of soldiers, where chaos is happening and nobody tries to shoot you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that just wouldn't make any narrative sense. I have to. I have, I'm a slave to the narrative. Um, sure, 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 sure. No control on your part. It's not your right. story I don't or have anything. A choice. I you don't have a choice. We didn't collectively create tied. the world. <laughs> My hands are tied. <laughs> they have to oh, shoot at you. Shit. We've seen just, movies. There's a, there's a guy sitting on my bed. His name's Daryl. I'm just like doing what Daryl tells me to. All right. Well, you guys, you guys can be mad at Daryl. It's fine. Straight to the command center. I mean, we've gone this far. We can't leave Lorena at this point. Yeah. Well, yep. We've committed so, to the bit. <laughs> so you you click the elevator button and wait for a different elevator. Fair enough. You are standing in your spacesuit on this ledge, space below you, space to the left of you, and um, there is just like debris floating, free floating between you and the and the other side. Uh, how are you getting here? Um, I I think my suit has a little jet propulse jet propeller. Uh, I don't think it does. Oh, is that the mobility suit? That's the mobility suit. That's what Rune is wearing. Oh, shit. I'm not wearing the mobility suit, am I? Um, nope. You got inertia. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm in, like, the power suit? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because didn't... Yeah. Uh, An- Samson's suit is the, is the suit. armored suit. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and yours is the powered one, so you could lift heavy things. Okay, I'm just gonna, like... I don't know why I'm going to try to do this, but I am going to grab the ledge and kind of just, like, push myself towards any floating debris and use that as leverage to keep propelling forward. All right. 
That's definitely forge a path when you find your way across precarious or dangerous terrain. Okay, so let me do a forge a path roll. Forging a path, forging a path. Forge it. Forge that path. Forge it real good. Okay. Mm, mm, Uh, I rolled a fucking three. Fuck, man. Oh, God. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? I feel like that's a hard move. Yeah. Oh, God. Hard move time. So, and this is a fun one. Um, You go for a a a big chunk of debris it's like a a railing with a little bit of a platform stuck to it and you jump for it and um miss entirely and the your inertia is just going to keep carrying you farther away from the ship so you're now free floating in space Oh my god. Um help! Uh, what do I do? What do, oh my god, is there anything I could grab onto you? Um the debris you're you're exiting the debris field, so no. That was like you know, that was a bigger chunk that you could have grabbed onto, but um like there's like rocks and things that's just not nothing that's going to be like a a, a grip that's going to hold you steady. Um um, okay, where am I floating towards? You're floating towards, there's just a big opening of space, and then uh, the moon, like, way, way far away from you. Like, you would be floating for probably a couple hours before you touched the moon. And I would probably run out of oxygen before then. Um, can, can I radio for help? Help! <laughs> What do I do? I don't know what to do. I'm refloating a space. Yeah. Do you want me to come back to you so you have time to think of something? Yeah, as I'm slowly floating away. Well, um, is there anything close? Okay, I just can't grab debris, huh? Um, um, okay, can I, can I do a desperate move? Which is? I don't know if this is going to work. But I wanted to use my repair kit to take out a tool to try to puncture my oxygen tank to make a makeshift jetpack to blast me Holy back shit. before I'm too far away. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Desperate times. Yeah, so, okay, give me, um, I guess it's going to be an unleashed power move, because you, you have to use, you're using your oxygen tank for something that it's not intended for. Uh, right. Okay, um, I hope I did it right. I wrote an 11. Well, that's a good roll. Yeah. Um, okay, so on a 10 plus, you get to pick three from that th- that list there. Okay, the device does exactly what I want it to. And the device can be used again. Does that mean I just fix it after I get one? Uh, I mean, it means, it means yeah, it means that the, the damage <laughs> isn't permanent, and at a later date, you could fix it. Okay, so yeah, so the device can be used again, and I avoid the device's side effects. Which would be running out of oxygen. <laughs> right? 
Okay. So you are going to rouse other devices in your environment, which is a strange, which is a strange one. Um, as long as it's not those fucking space bats. <laughs> no, those aren't devices. But I, yeah, I've come up with one. Um, so you've started uh, the kind of slow return to the to the corridor um, to this sealed doorway on the other side. Uh, using your own oxygen supply as a jet. You have drifted too close to the ship, and you see automated defenses have come online, and a couple of small cannons have target-locked you and uh, begin firing at you. Small laser fire. So you are going to take... Uh, one harm as um, you are scored in the leg by at least one of those shots. Doesn't a puncture in my suit like guarantee death in open space if I'm a human? Well, you've already punctured your suit, so what's one more? Yeah, yeah, why not? Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, I take a harm, so I am confused, um, which is very appropriate because I'm like, Blasting out my oxygen, and now I'm getting shot at. And yeah, yeah you're feeling very lightheaded as as green energy blasts um, fly past you, and you you eventually reach the corridor door, um, and like f- somehow f- through the dizzy haze, hit the button, and the air sucks you in um, and seals again. And you pull off your helmet on the ground, and you're just like gasping uh, for air, uh, and and taking heavy breaths for about a minute. Okay. Um. Oh my god! I cannot believe that worked. Okay. It should not have. <laughs> In all, <laughs> <laughs> really, it shouldn't have. It should be dead. I should be dead in space right now. Uh, okay. Um, how much of the ship is collapsing around me right now? Um, you've you've escaped the the section that's on fire. Um, you can still feel the rumbles as uh, the gondola ship continues its bombardment of the warship. Um, but for now, you seem to be in a uh, relatively safe place, and you see a lift um, at the end of this hallway. Okay, I get up. Fuck. Uh, why did I decide to do this by myself again? <sighs> and I start stumbling towards the lift. Greetings, dear listeners. Welcome to the menagerie of podcasty goodness. Gavin from Roll Warriors here to rap for a second about some of the goings-on and give you my hat-in-hand speech. Firstly, if you haven't heard the news, I've started a Twitch stream. I play video games and hang out, and you can come and ask me questions. 
It will be live streamed every other Tuesday on opposite weeks of the podcast release schedule. So come and check me out from 8.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at the underscore rollist underscore warrior. Full streams will also be available video on demand on Twitch for one week after the stream. So those who miss it live will still get a chance to see it. Since I release all the podcast episodes for free, I wouldn't mind if you were able to send some financial support by going to our Patreon at Roll underscore Warriors. For $5 a month, you will gain access to some bonus content in the form of extra episodes and one-shots, as well as get to suggest what bonus episode we make next. In addition, patrons will receive the deluxe version of the Season 1 EP once it's released. This will mean extra songs selected from Season 1 of Roll Warriors in their final mastered format. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at Roll Warriors for shoutouts, fan art, burning questions, or really whatever you like. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, with that all out of the way, I'm going to let you go and get back to the episode. The elevator door pings open for you, uh, Rune and Samson, and um, you kind of take a second to make sure that there's nobody on the other side uh, and slink your way out. And um, there is a uh, an arrow pointing towards the command center dead ahead of you. You can hear voices uh like speaking orders and like footsteps moving back and forth in this section. Can I like see in at all? Like poke my head in the door or whatever? Of the command center? No, it's not. You're not there yet. Oh, okay. You're just on the same level as it is now. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just going to keep heading that way, I guess. Uh, Right, Samson? Yeah, um, do you think you might be able to sneak ahead and, uh, maybe see if we can get the drop on these folks? Yes, I am gonna do my Shadow in the Wind move, which, as we discussed last episode, um, doesn't require a roll, it just kind of happens. So to uh, update everyone on that or remind everyone what that is, um, when I sneak through cover, nothing that hasn't already spotted me will notice me. If I would be revealed, the GM must warn me in time to hide. And when I attack, there will be a period of confusion for me to exploit. Solid. Um, So real quick, Samson, before I walk away from you... My plan is to sneak in, find Lorena, get her free, and then create chaos and just start attacking, use that bonus of the move, and hopefully give us time to escape within the uh, period of confusion. That sounds fantastic. I'll wait at the door. The second I hear shit going down, I'll start blasting. Sounds great. So I'm going to sneak my way through. Let me find... I'm assuming that's going to be a forger path. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, sweet. That's a... Wait, what do I add? Force? That's a 10. Okay. So on a 10 plus, you're going to just pick one of those opsharoonies. Okay. Um... Since I don't need to also sneak through cover to escape the um, 
command center, at least not based on my plan, I'm going to go with the route I took is lost. Because I'm planning okay. on just running straight out the door. Yeah, I mean, and that that tracks because you are, as you move from one um, hiding spot to another, turn a corner, you know, a, a platoon of troops will walk through the hallway and everything. So it is, <laughs> you are moving in kind of around them, um, but you will not be able to take the same way back for sure. Okay, I'm cool with that. The door to your uh, right is about to open. You hear like a, a ding. Okay, I'm just going to duck back and keep an eye on it. Okay. Uh, the door opens and uh, Yu Huan steps out, looking <laughs> rather bedraggled, but okay. All right, well, I'm uh, going to motion to Yu Huan to be quiet and stay put and keep an eye out. Well, I continue to go for Lorena. Is that cool with you, Demi? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty flustered and a little yeah. annoyed that I went through all that trouble to get to the same place, but just the other side of the door. Well, you took two different elevators and everything, so it's <laughs> yeah. it was a different path. Um, yeah. You get to the end of this of a hallway and open the corridor to or the doorway to see just a very narrow bridge. Um, you can see the uh, like space down below you is just like a, a long tunnel or a shaft or uh, canyon, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that is just like a drop off. This section uh, ahead of you seems to be its own like separated unit as like you look to your right and left and you see more of those bridges. Uh, and even very, very far down, like six or seven bridges away, more than you know, 300 feet, um, you see like a platoon of soldiers uh, rushing across the bridge towards uh, the command center. Wait, so I still haven't entered the command center? Correct. Damn. All right. Well, I'm going to keep sneaking until I get to the command center. Okay. I didn't want to have to do this by or with one person by themselves, but it's going to happen. Oh, my God. Okay. I mean, they can still hear me. They can still hear you. Their comms are open. Um, oh, yeah. We have comms. <laughs> I keep forgetting this game is, like, not in medieval times. <laughs> yeah. As I describe c corridors of futuristic spaceships. Yeah. What yeah. gave For it sure. away? For uh, sure. You get to a, a, a doorway after just after the bridge that is, it's open and you can see into um, this, this command center bridge type area. Um, where there's like probably 40 to 50 pers Imperial personnel in various different uh, uniforms kind of gathered here. And like they look like they're getting prepared for something. And then just as you're about to go towards the door, it shuts and locks in front of you. And a projection begins emitting from a bulb in the ceiling. An Imperial stands tall, in his grasp is Lorena, 
one of his arms gripping her throat and the other holding a laser gun to her temple. His face is marred by an old battle scar, substantial amounts of flesh missing from his right cheek to the degree that his teeth can be seen through this gap. He wears a solid red uniform from his gloves to his glossy leather boots to his corded epaulets draped over his shoulders. He opens his mouth to speak and a hoarse, gravelly voice comes out. In your language. I see the quarry has found its way on board, but know this. Your little rescue attempt is folly. This dangerous defector is coming with me to face judgment from High Magister Calium Carius Ordius. May she prostrate herself in front of his splendor and know her moral decay before receiving the mercy of death. Your rebellion is but a single fish swimming against the unceasing tide of his will. All will come to destruction in the end. We shall extract you like poison from a wound and burn your hope to the ground. Separate, Legionnaire. After he says this, you feel the bulkhead shake and the doorway begins to rise higher and higher until the entire wall pulls up and out into space. The spine of the warship ascends away from you and turns towards a new heading, rocket afterburners kicking on. The Imperial laughs a vile laugh. <laughs> and Lorena says, Please, save me! Before the spine ship vanishes in a streak of light, the transition terminating, and the hologram blinking off. Um, what the fuck? What the fuck is right? <laughs> Why is he so dramatic? I'm so sorry. I know this is not the time, but really? Um, okay, how are we supposed to get her, though? Um, oh, she's gone. She's we're gonna gone, have to, yeah. We're going to have to follow them in our own ship or with um, the gondola or something. There's no way we're getting her right yeah. now, so we just need to escape. Yes. Um... Okay, um, can I ask a strange question? No. I can give you a strange answer. Okay, I'm very (laughs) curious on who that whaling thing was, and I kind of want to see if we can convince it to join our cause, or do you think that's sudden death? Um, I think we need to get off the ship right now, because it's about to fall apart. It's falling apart on fire, and there's, like, 50 (laughs) Imperials after us. We need to just go. Yeah, yeah, let's run. Okay. Um, Oh, I know a quick way. We can all just hop into space, and then maybe Android can fly the ship around and pick us up. Absolutely the fuck not. (laughs) Well, is there a a hangar close by that Android might be able to uh, pick us up real quick? I mean, we're, we'll have to jump out regardless. The ship can't land on this. We don't have any yeah, landing gear. That's that's true. You are on the tippity top of this warship, and you you know the schematics at this point. All of the loading bays, all of the hangars are on the bottom or near the bottom of the vessel. Okay, well, I guess okay. forget a hangar. We're just gonna find. We're just gonna jump out of that hole that 
I, I mean, can we not just jump out, like open the door and jump out right here at the very top where there's not a bunch of debris? I mean, the the thing is that the doorway that Rune is now standing at, if you open that door, it's open space. The commands where the command center was separated into its own smaller ship and has gone. Yeah, yeah no, I understand that. I was going to say we could have, but like there's debris i mean we don't we don't have this character knowledge but like wouldn't it be easier to have android fly up there at the very top of the ship that's unimpeded by anything and then us just go probably all right so we could just have i'll just rate yeah right android uh we need to get out now uh we're at the very top of the ship right by the command center uh, we're going to open a door. We're going to hop out. Do you think you could uh, meet us there with the bay door open? It looks like a tight squeeze, but I'll do what I can, Captain. Cool. Love it. Let me let us know when you get here. I'll be there in 33 seconds. <laughs> so specific. Every time. <laughs> well, Rune, I guess I am a little sorry we couldn't save Lorena. We'll get her. Okay. Yeah. Let's keep the spirits up. Um... I really would just like to get out of the ship, though. I feel like it's just literally closing in on us. Quite literally. <laughs> hey, Android, can you make it 23 seconds? Let's go. I cannot. You know, that was kind of a rhetorical question, but thank you for confirming. And then as you guys have all gathered at this open at this doorway, um, you you hear just like a grinding like noise uh on the other side of the corridor as you see the wing of the dss1 just kind of scratch past the the porthole of this doorway uh and then um you are lined up with the airlock (laughs) and she says like i said tight fit (laughs) all right well we're gonna all right let's jump into this shit Okay, okay, let's do it. Ah! Okay, no roll necessary. I mean, it's like, there's like a six foot gap. Um, you just, and it's open space. So you, you kind of just jump forward and it propels you to the other side. Um, and you all jump across. Yu Huan, very aware of the fact that your, that your suit is, is shredded and that, uh, you are just holding your breath and hoping f- you don't freeze uh, in the openness of space. And then the airlock shuts behind you and uh, you f- you hear that grinding noise again as um, the DSS-1 pulls away from the warship's remains. Once you've returned to the cockpit, you see Android has maneuvered you away to watch as the remains of the this warship um, split in half, uh, the bombardment having dealt a decisive final blow to this ship, um, and the two halves start to drift into space before um, fires and explosions uh, trigger chain reactions and leave the 
what was this devastatingly terrifying obsidian knife warship in a pile of debris free floating in space they're gonna be pissed good riddance those fucking bastards about time those assholes got what was coming to them and then you you see like a light as the uh gondolas like uh has pulled around to in right in front of you um and two searchlights are beaming down on you and you get a ping on your uh ship's communicator well yuhan you ready yeah go ahead open up the comm channel uh this is the dss1 barely intact what can we do you for and it's uh it's the adjunct rillo who is on the comms uh and he says primary ganji has had a change of heart you will be given permission to board pending a two-week quarantine two weeks okay that's fine whatever um uh okay thank you we really appreciate your hospitality we tried our best to save the flying space whale just give us a sec hey samson rune they're gonna let us on the ship um but we have to be quarantined for two weeks well we've been stuck in here for this long two more weeks can't hurt i'm sure Right, it's basically been quarantine. Okay, um... I give him a thumbs up. I just start driving the... (laughs) So you guys are given, uh, like, directions to this porthole on the underside of the gondola. It looks like when the the ship opens this this passageway, you can kind of see inside. It's not necessarily, like, ribs, but there is, like, metal framework on the inside that you can kind of make out uh, that looks like maybe this animal's bones or something that would resemble bones. Wow. Um, yeah. Hmm. And it's it's pitch black in here, and that is where we're going to leave your, your astronauts for the time being. Um, we're going to check back in on them when the age turns, which is what we're going to do now. Uh, so moving moving the age forward this is a move um this is a slightly different scenario than what will become the norm um due to the fact that you guys all belong to the same faction and you've been isolated from all the others um so i have kind of limited your choices somewhat uh just for verisimilitude and to maintain the story's cohesion but otherwise um, how this starts. So we have deci- we're, we're deciding how long the age is going to be, and it's going to be two weeks because you have to remain in quarantine for that time, uh, and you won't be the astronauts won't be debriefed by Captain Ganji until that two week quarantine is up. So uh, that's the turning of the age. Um, you're going to roll plus mood, which your mood score is generated. Um, by the surpluses versus needs. So whatever that ends up being, 
um, is uh, what your mood is. So we have a surplus in morale and weaponry. Um, we have needs our materials and recruits. So we so have a three. We're, so we have two morale. I think it said it's, I have it written down as plus two for some reason. Don't remember okay. why. Um, um, I mean, you might have not changed it as the needs and surpluses changed. Yeah. Um, but if if you've got two needs and two surpluses, I think right now you're at net zero then for mood. Net zero. Yeah. Which is not a bad place to be, I suppose. It's better than being minus three. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, why doesn't the captain roll then? All right. Oh. Um, that is a nine. Okay. That's nice. So on a seven to nine, you're going to choose one trial and one fortune and you get to gain one tech. So I have kind of limited the, uh, the trials and the fortunes to just what would make sense to the story. So, um, your, the trials you can choose from. Um, is your family saved the homeland from some great threat, whether invading armies or natural disaster, but at great cost to themselves, gain one reach and surplus morale, but take need recruits, or they will have an, uh, um, or disaster scattered your family, you abandon your holdings, but you know how to stay hidden better than ever, gain one slight and surplus scouts, but take need land. I personally think that the second one makes more sense. I don't know what you guys think, but um, like we, this has been like our entire story throughout the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, like narratively, like running away and like trying away to stay, kind of losing people along the way, staying yeah. undetected and and trying to do our best at that. So yeah, I also th- I I thought of the first one as you guys just saved. The yeah. gondola, which t- counts as the homeland from the warship. That's and, true. Right. But at great cost to yourselves, meaning Lorena is gone, which would have been why you have now the needs recruits. Um, yeah. But you'd gain morale and reach. So that's that's one. That's why I considered that one a strong choice or a contender. But if you guys wanted to go with the other one, that is, and that makes more sense to you narratively, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I... I personally don't have a strong opinion, so, um, yeah. Uh, what do you think, Demi? Um, I mean, yeah, I'm okay with the second one. All right. All right, so that's the trial. Disaster scattered your family. You abandon your holdings, but you know how to stay hidden better than ever. Gain one slight and surplus scouts, but take the need land. Okay. Um, all right. Slight and then now at two. Yeah. And then the fortune that you can there. So you can choose any of the fortunes from that option or from those options, except for these two. Your family builds a place for, of safety and commerce, creating a new haven in this land. Gain one reach and surplus prestige, but take need crops. And a series of messy public disagreements caused many family members to leave, but it was all according to plan. From their new homes, your exiles send your regular reports to their of their host's activities. Gain one slight and surplus spies, but take need recruits. That Neither of those just makes any sense. But all, all of the rest of them, I can see 
them being possible. So look over that list and come up with the one you favor the most. I mean, I kind of like the second to last one. It says you go to war, whether That's for justice or for spoils. Because our ne- the next mission is to go get Lorena, so it's like, well, yeah, and like go up against the um, they yeah the Imperials. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I feel like that one makes the most narrative sense. What do you think, Demi? I mean, the third to last makes a lot of sense to me. Like if we join the gondola. I did tell you you couldn't use that one. Oh. <laughs> your, bi- fa- your family builds a place of safety and commerce? Yeah, I, I said that was one of the two that was off limits. Oh, shit. It's that, okay. one, it's that one and the last one that are off okay. limits. The others okay. are fine. <laughs> yeah, okay, the second to last one makes the most sense then. Okay. Cool. So you guys cool. are essentially, you know, there's only three of you, but you've privately declared war. <laughs> on um now who are you declaring war on the imperials all of them or uh high magister ordius or this legate that just absconded with um like because they're all different people sub factions i i know who um rune is mad at that's for sure I mean, I was going to say the Ordius because he's the guy that's kind of been fucking us over this whole time. Yeah, I that's mean, he's true. the. Yeah, he is like. If you were to imagine, like, the Roman Empire, he is, like, the governor. Like, yeah, the ruler of, like, say, Egypt or, um, like, one of the city states. He's their overseer. So right. he's going to be the biggest bad guy that there is in this, in this campaign. Like, there is an empress. But we don't deal with the Empress. She's too high up. You three ain't gonna topple an Empress, but you might be able to beat this guy. So, yeah, you could... Okay, so you guys are gonna declare war on on Magister, or High Magister, Calum, Carius, Ordius. Uh, you're gonna gain uh, one grasp and surplus weaponry, but someone out there has a grudge. Take a disadvantage on all reach moves against them until they've been dealt with for good. Okay, and in addition to the one trial and one fortune, you are going to gain one tech. Cool. Um, The other thing that's going to happen is we're going to update the map. Um, So we're going to skip the first two since since you guys are all part of the same faction we're not going to give a broad story of the family through the age it's only been two weeks so it's not like that big that big of a deal we're not changing doctrine lifestyle assets and tradition options as desired but if you would like you can name a new custom that you develop uh or or to remember this age like you know something that ties it all together and makes makes you remember it you can add one new threat opportunity or faction to the map. You can add or adjust map elements to fit the fortunes and trials chosen. Uh, you can decide whether to keep your old character playbook, move their original character to a new playbook, or build a new one from scratch. I think we're all doing the third option on that, where you're all playing different characters. Yeah. Yeah. With the, with the astronauts still being available as characters going forward. Correct. Um, if you guys want to come up with a custom that to de- that you de- develop to remember the age, uh, you're more than welcome to. What did we say we were going to name the ship? 
Um, I can't remember. I feel like that was a few episodes ago. It was like at the very beginning. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't remember. So, like, it's been uh, just a minute. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say we should put something on the ship. Like, we should mark the DSS-1. Like, give it a new name or something as the... We should name it after the... We should name it Imperial Edge as a, as, as a sign of our blade to take down the Imperial. I was going to say we should name it after the captain that shot himself in the head. Oh, no. He was a dick. Why would we want to remember him? What? No, he, he wasn't, wasn't a, a dick. dick. That was the other was, guy. Had, oh. That was Gregory Argyle that was the dick. Yeah, he had like a panic attack after oh, all the shit yeah. went down. Yeah, that's... I mean, I think that, that would yeah. be a good idea. Yeah, Actually. We, can, we can name it after the captain. Yeah, we can, like, name it the Argyle or something. That, that's not... That's no. not his name. Oh, yeah, that's, that's not, not his, his name. name. Shit! Yeah. Literally. <laughs> I just made the same mistake Demi made. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Remind me his name. I never met him. <laughs> that's not true. I I'm probably met him it. at some point in my life. Yeah, I'm waiting for somebody else to to say it, just to see how well we were paying attention. Samson? No, I have it written down. Sorry, I just gotta grab it. You're gonna say it, and I'm gonna be like, "Oh yeah." I don't got it. He's named after <laughs> he's named after a candy. Oh, Captain Crunch. No, <laughs> that's not that a is candy. not a candy. <laughs> that's a that's cereal. A... Wait, oh, wait, cr- wait! Crunch virus candy, and he's a captain. He's, I thought it was a he's double named pen. after. He's named after a mint. Captain Andes. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Mark yep. Andes. Mark Andes. That's less cool than Argyle. <laughs> There's the piece of paper that I was looking for. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we could just name it The Mark. Oh wait, that's the gay bar. (laughs) (laughs) We have a gay bar in Muncie called The Mark, and Jordan wasn't uh, really thinking about that at the time. Uh. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Three-fourths of us are queer, it's fine. Yeah, I feel like the entire cast is just super gay anyway, so that that stacks up, actually. (laughs) Do do you want to name the ship the Mark? Or do you want to use his surname like real regular people? I think the Mark sounds cooler, but we can use his surname if you well, want us to be to regular be, people. It doesn't have to just be Andy's. Like, it could be, like, Andy's something. I like, was going to say Andy's nuts, but um, that's probably not. Andy's <laughs> mints. Andy's home. Um, I don't know. Like the DSS Andes instead of the DSS one. Okay. Yeah, no, that sounds like a normal spaceship name. I'm cool with that. Because DSS stands for the um, Deep Space Strata. Yeah. So, okay, the new custom that you developed to remember the age, you rename the ship, you you officially uh, get out the stenciling kit and put it on the outside of the ship, the DSS, and you cross out the, or you turn the A, the one, into an A. <laughs> DSS Andes. Um, okay. 
And all right, so you can add one new threat opportunity or faction to the map. Can we can we add where Ordius is on the map? Uh, no. Bummer. Almost dead. Damn. Go for that. Uh, oh. Okay. What about a large imperial outpost? A large imperial outpost could be a good threat. Because then we could go there and try to collect information. It might yeah. even be where this it might even be where this legate uh hoofed it back to. Could be. We are trying to get Lorena. Mm-hmm. That is yes. important. Yeah. Yeah, and you guys, your characters haven't don't know this yet, but I can tell you what the guy's name is. It's Brutus Celium, is the legate. Celium, Celium, Brutus Celium. A two Brutus. A two Brutus is what it is. But yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so there is a imperial outpost that is uh, threatening this section of space, and it's a large one, and it's on a planet. I'll say that. So like they have a they have a base with like an airfield and um like you know munitions storage and it it's more than just like like a little floating space station. Uh you can add or adjust map elements to fit the fortunes and trials chosen. Um I think we don't really need to do that. Those were more narrative than yeah. physical boons. Yeah. Um, and then decide whether... To, okay, so yeah, you're building a new character from scratch. That's good. So everything... That's everything. We've... Hi. We've we've turned the age. We can close the book on this one. And when we return, our intrepid adventurers will be a little bit... Uh, a little bit more alien. A little bit different. Hey. We'll get to see life on uh, a gondola uh, from the perspective of people who have lived here a lot longer than these astronauts. And new adventures and new dangers await them. Mm-hmm.